Welcome to Fandom Chit Chat, a show where I get to vocalize anything and everything I find nerdy in the world of fandom. Habib! I'm your host. <laughs> Habib! I'm your host, Hurley. <laughs> Today we're going to be doing a review of the first half of Young Justice Season 3. My returning co-host for this episode is my good friend, Elliot. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Habib! <laughs> So, I'm not going to lie, I was plotting on that, like, when I got out of the car, I was like, I'm just going to wait till he starts introducing it, and I'm just going to randomly yell Habib and just throw him completely off. It's going to be great. And then I almost forgot. <laughs> so, so, the first one was, like, my voice is half cracked, like, Habib! It took me so long to get started, too, and I was like, what is happening? What is happening? I just told him we were recording. All right. Just so. That, that kind of guy. Now that that awkward intro is out of the way. Uh, let's talk about Young Justice. <laughs> yeah, that sh- that show is awesome. I'm loving like every second of that show. I love the initial trailer for it because even says like when it's showing the clips is like the show that you demanded is return. Like fans went insane when they canceled it on Cartoon Network. It took four years. Yeah, give or take, I think four or five ish years for season three after living off with the. Big cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, this is going to be official spoiler warning for everything Young Justice Season 1 until now because I just want to hop straight into it because this show is great and it has been too long. Yes. I'm so uh, happy it's back. Cool thing about DC Universe because I know the majority of the people were kind of upset about this being its own thing just because another streaming service to pay for. So then it's kind of like how big of a fan are you to like pay for a service for one show that you'll be a fan of. Um, we did a review on Titans already so far, like, in my opinion, that shows a success. It definitely beat the expectation that I had for it. Definitely. Um, it got me curious about Doom Control, like, enough that I would definitely want to watch it. But Young Justice has just been gold. Like, it did not disappoint after all that wait. And because it was on Cartoon Network before, and now it doesn't have a rating, like, I like how much creative freedom that they've had so far. And how gory things have gotten. Yeah. Like, one of the big things was Cyborg. Mm -hmm. And that explosion, when you can actually, like, it blows off his face and blows off his chest. He's like, he's missing a leg. Yeah. And, like, you you can can see, see like, his organs and his heart beating and his skull. And I'm just like, ugh. Ugh. And even before all that, like, when you, um, when they... Was it the when that like speedster Karaki fellow like murders the king and queen? Yeah. And you like see like it's not just like, oh, pan away to like random blood splatter. It's like, oh no, you can see their bodies like laying on the bed mm-hmm. in their blood. And it's just like, ooh. Yeah, this the show that got dark. much more darker than it already was, which I wasn't sure was possible, and it's, they've just been doing such a beautiful job. Really the only other time I've seen Cyborg's origin was Justice League? No. Justice League War. Mm-hmm. The first animated movie in this in this uh, animated film universe. And even then, like, it hit hard. Like, it was very detailed, very graphic, very emotional. And that was, like, my standard of, like, how are you going to show Cyborg? Mm-hmm. And they definitely, like, lived up to that standard of kind of, like, oh, the poor bastard. Yeah. I think they did a, I think they did a really good job with it because it was definitely just, like, Man, this is this is his origin. Like he, I mean, I know they've changed it a couple times with like um, him just get being like getting a bunch of computer parts to mm-hmm. being like him being incorporated with like a mother box or a father box. Yeah. But like, yeah, no, like watching that whole giant cocoon thing pop up was like, yeah, okay, this is this is how <laughs> cyborg gets made. But then seeing him like trying to battle with the whole um, 
the the whole like father box taking over when he's around the uh the, the mother the box. sphere the mother yeah. box thing it was just like okay this is going to be a, an interesting point of contention for like the foreseeable future and then they i guess they resolved it but i mean i'm sure it'll pop back up at some point because that was one of the points i didn't really care about either was mm. like sphere and its origins and yeah. those other people and it just whatnot. seemed out of place but they you know over this long term it was cool how they started like incorporating all that stuff again um to all my friends who work in live sound and event management please make sure that you tape down all cabling yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> before, please before a scientist lab blows up and uh that technology doesn't actually exist so you actually will die yeah. Unless there, <laughs> unless unless someone has a father Moral box the out story, there. tape down your crap. Yes, gaffing tape is your friend. Unless you have a father box readily available, yeah, probably should Don't get risk it. probably should gaff down everything just for safety. That was another cool thing with Cyborg because I've never seen the color change before between mm-hmm. red to purple. Was it? Yeah. When the when the mechanics of it was actually taking over, mm-hmm. that was a cool. That was uh, a cool spin on it. And like, I appreciate that they've like kind of kept at least like a color front like for him i liked it better when it was blue but i think the red kind of makes a lot more sense when it's when you're talking about like the father box that's inside like okay mm-hmm. I, I get it that makes sense but before it was just kind of like all right like why red why like why not go back to like the classic blue one but i'm okay with it it still looks good and still is just as fun a show as it was before and it's not something that's like ah, i can't even watch the show anymore because of this it's more of a <laughs> it's more of a, okay it's red now cool and if you do stop watching a super good show just because one thing was off from original character design then no i i've lost respect yeah i'm sorry um but yeah uh but, but on that note um one of the notes that i jotted down was um greg i guess his name is sipes but uh the original voice of beast boy from the mm. teen titans um like the original teen titans comic or teen titans show is back as what is beast boy because they switch actors to somebody else during season two and then they brought the other guy back and i was just like as soon as you heard the voice i was just like i know that guy's voice he's the he's the original beast boy i'm like yes they brought the original beast boy back like they're they're pulling out all the stops to make so sure they had one awesome. guy for season one and two right and uh, then they got or was it original teen titans and then somebody else and then original teen so titans. yeah original teen titans was greg sipes i think his name is and then for Young Justice, the first two seasons it was okay. just it was somebody else, and they brought back. Gotcha. Because I wasn't sure if season one. Cause I think he was even in Teen Titans Go. Yeah, because all of those were the originals, right? Mm-hmm. And I like how they used because um, this part totally threw me off guard, and I thought it was hilarious. D O O M P A T R O L Doom Patrol. Let's go and then die. they had all the they had all the original voice actors for that. Like, yes. let's wasn't go die. Like, Mr. I'm like, what? No. <laughs> What is happening? Yeah, that threw me off, but like DC Animated does such a good job with everything. Like they, they and they're very open with like picking on themselves. They seem like they're having a blast. It's, they seem like they're really having a lot of fun. There's just so much creative freedom. It's been it's been going so well. Um I'm gonna be sad when the season ends, knowing that there's gonna be a season four, because they know how important the show is. But like I just know when it ends, it's going to end too soon. And I do like that every week that has been like three episodes. Because mm-hmm. if it was just like every week, only a 20-minute episode, I would go insane. Yeah. But they're smart with how they put it out because they know that some of these episodes are setup episodes and some are the heavy cliffhangers. Mm-hmm. 
and it's like the first one okay this was kind of intense second one okay it's just emotional stuff and then third one's gonna be like all right cliffhanger wait till next week yeah definitely really it's really really well paced i definitely agree with that um because for sure like the three episodes like system for it makes sense because it's like it's i think titans was 13 episodes doom patrol supposed to be like 10 or 12 or something like that so it, it makes sense otherwise you'd be if it was 26 episodes one episode a week that's half the year that it's going to take just to get through one season of a show it's like that's gonna take forever and then you wouldn't have time for anything else yeah so it's really smart idea from like the logical planning perspective and it's just like oh yeah i I can get down with that and then like we were talking about earlier just like saturday morning cartoons like oh yeah all the episodes premiere like friday and sometime during the day i don't know if it's like in the morning or what time but i usually see it like i'll get up saturday morning make breakfast before I go to, before like Muay Thai and just be like, oh, I'm sitting to watch all my Young Justice. And then I just furiously text Zoo about it. I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> did you see this thing? <laughs> While I'm finally sleeping in. Just, yeah, because I'll like be it. at work all day and then I'll go straight to Kali and then straight to dinner after that and I passed out yeah. afterwards. So then I just wake up to Elliot text, did you watch it? Did you watch it? Did you watch it? Abruptly like, okay, awoken. Just, I'm, I'm going now. I'm going now. Uh, yeah, look at... I'm, I'm using my our texts as notes for this because I feel like I'm splurging on that more than I've been actually taking notes. Um, Such a good show. <laughs> so the main category I want to roll into now is the Bat Family. Everybody knows how much I love the Batman stuff. And I even sent you this text saying, the hype of seeing an episode called Exceptional Human Beings and then it just starts with Batman. It's like, ooh, what's Batman up to? It's it was actually like pretty crazy. Like in the first episode, Batman and a bunch of other people, mostly humans, just quit the league because of um. It was it it reminded me a lot of like Civil War, Mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, we need the United Nations to kind of like regulate what we're doing. The Justice League is kind of like stuck in that rut right now. Yeah. Where but Lex Luthor is the one looking over them, which makes it even more difficult. Um. So Batman, Black Lightning. Uh, Katana, Hardware, and I'm missing somebody else. But all of them were just kind of like... Oh, yeah, Green Arrow. Because Black Canary was not happy about that. Yeah, she was pissed. They just dipped. And it was, like, really sad seeing uh, Tim Drake and uh, Wonder Girl, like, holding hands. And, like, she yeah. didn't know about it. And Tim had to keep it from her. It's like, oh, typical Bat family. Yep, just keeping everything, and like, he's like, super hey, close I to like the chest. But, bye. Uh, but, yeah. There's, like, what, four teams going on now? So yeah, you have the Justice League, you have... The team. Um, the team, you have, I guess, Young Justice being run by... Was it... Mc, no. Yeah, McGann and them? No. Yeah, yeah it's McGann's team. Yeah, and then... Um, so that's two, and then you have Nightwing's team, because he dropped out at the end of season two and mm-hmm. just never joined again, because he wanted Batman to do his own his thing. his own thing on the yeah. side, which I... I the name like, drop of Bat Inc., yeah, Batman Incorporated. That was that was pretty clever. Just like I don't want to be a part of Batman Incorporated. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. But yeah, it's it's definitely like it is a joy to watch this show. It's so good because man, it's just so damn good. And then the part, the episode with it was Batman, Katana, and some dude whose name I didn't know. Oh, uh, Metamorpho. Metamorpho, is that what it was? The dude who okay. was like shape changing into different things. Yeah. Yeah. And them taking on um Bane and Deathstroke. Like Batman got and so Lady Shiva? Yeah. What? I d I didn't think I've ever heard of her until 
so show. so there's like a, there's a running list of like DC characters who are the most badass fighters of all time, and like Lady Shiva is like number one or number two on that list. She and is, she's not a meta, right? No, she's just a badass. Like it's like her. I think it's either like Richard Dragon. No, I think it's like Batman somewhere in the top, obviously. Um, Lady Shiva is somewhere nearby him, and then it goes to like like Richard Dragon, and then a couple other folks. But it's just like. There's some people who are the hands down greatest martial artists in the history of the DC universe, and she is like up there, and hmm. it's terrifying because I was like, oh god, she's in this show. Someone's getting their ass whooped. Like this is this is how this is gonna go. You don't win against Lady Shiva <laughs> like that. And Katana definitely held her ground for a while, but it was cool. Just Katana, Batman, Deathstroke, Lady Shiva, Bane. Bane wasn't using his venom either. Yeah, um, that was that was interesting. I thought for sure he was just gonna like start hit the juice and get to work yeah. but it was just like no he's not so it's just it's really cool how that show still goes back to humans fighting it doesn't have to be superheroes all the time um young justice is probably also one of my favorite renditions of superman because he's just not op mm-hmm. um even in season two like when that island exploded like he was knocked out from that he was knocked out from bombs and i was like that's how Superman's supposed to be. He can actually, you know, be phased by stuff. He's not invincible. Yeah. Um, Robin and Superboy had to take him on. And it's just kind of like, this is how Batman, need, uh, Superman needs to be. Thank you for keeping him this way. Yeah. So I pulled up that list that I was talking about. And according to top tens, it's Batman, Lady Shiva, Richard Dragon. It's just like, yep, that makes sense. And then uh, Cassandra Kane and Deathstroke, which. Oh, Batwoman was the person I was missing. Yes. Because she was uh, one of the people who dropped out. We haven't seen her since, but... Yeah, I mean, it's okay. She's got her own show on CW starting up, I think, I think, pretty soon. It's pretty interesting how much um, how much screen time Black Lightning has got after his show came out on this CW. This is true, yeah. Because I, I was like... I've, I've always enjoyed Black Lightning as a character, and then they like got him... like his, The live-action show, which is also really good, and I was like, okay cool like they got him they get getting him some some showtime then all of a sudden outsiders is like featuring him prominently i'm like yes this is fantastic like my <laughs> my favorite superhero like my one of my favorite superheroes of all time is just getting all the shine right now it's like, i'm okay with this <laughs> yeah i like the the moral dilemma that he's going through right now where he accidentally uh killed a kid and now he's like just hesitating to use his powers he's kind of mm-hmm. like this isn't how we should be doing things he tries to join Dick Grayson because he needed help with like one small mission, just one itty bitty it, mission. And they're still like it, suffering from the repercussions of that like, mission. It's, it's, it's never just one small thing. It's there's always always something else going on. Was it uh was it Artemis that addressed that too? I guess she's Tigress now. Yeah, I think she so was. Kind of like it's never just one mission. Never, but all right, it's always how let's it's go start. with this. It always starts with just one thing. But yeah, no, like I I I definitely love the callbacks to different characters and like the uh the way they progress the storyline there's like a couple of small things that like you probably like most people you probably picked up on like a lot of folks probably picked up on just like oh they start talking about barbara 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 and it's just like oracle and i was like wait a minute and they, if, like, if, if, if exactly if she's being referred to as oracle that means the killing joke has already happened she's already been shot in the back so she's now in a wheelchair and then like you didn't see her for the first maybe like six or seven episodes and then all of a sudden you see like dick going to meet her in person is just like 
she is in a wheelchair. Yeah, because like, they got the cool contacts where like she's like yeah. typing things up, and and that actually brings up one of the points that I wanted to mention was when season two started, there was a five year gap, and so much stuff had changed, and the chemistry between characters had changed, but they mm. didn't tell you what happened. They like slowly reveal it throughout the episodes. Yeah, and season three did the exact same thing where. And even, like, it's starting off. Like, this was only a two-year gap, but, like, Nightwing still isn't part of the team. Um, Aquaman has nowhere to be seen. Aqualad has become Aquaman, and he's in charge of the Justice League now. So there's a lot of questions. Just, like, what happened? McGann is white instead of green, and she's bald and just looks, like, super old. Um, We already know what happened to to Wally, so Tigress is still kind of doing her thing. Um, you can clearly see that like everybody's grown up in some way like um, definitely with Aquaman because I'm like I still have yet to see Arthur Curry anywhere he's just gone and And they haven't addressed why I feel like it has something to do with Atlantis yeah I feel like he's just had like king duties to deal with and that's why I feel like that would make the most sense as to why Aqualad would move up into that position but it's definitely just like they didn't mention like where he went or anything and i'm sure that it's in like the i know there's like a prequel comic that came out around the time that the season started and i just haven't seen i haven't looked at it yet because i'm just i think i sent it to you i was like did you know this was a thing and i completely forgot all about it and eventually i'll look at it and see if that answers any of the questions that i have but it's still superboy and mcgann on the cover of it too yeah like in the middle of the fight scene and it's free so why not but um but yeah, no, I, I love it because, like, Oracle is as charming as ever with the whole, like, um, them sneaking into Bedlam and then, uh, the, like, him, her using that little drone bug thing to scare the crap out of Dick. And it was just like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, cute. man. This is like, this is, she is as charming as she's always been. And I <laughs> greatly appreciate that. But yeah, just clearly a lot of crap happened in two years. And I desperately need to know what it is because I miss the original team. Yeah. Fun um, fact, though. Apparently, Allison Stoner is the voice of Oracle. Do you know who Allison Stoner is? Mm-mm. Do you remember Missy Elliott? Like, any of her music videos, anything? So, the, in, in Missy Elliott's videos, there's always this, like, little girl in, like, a tracksuit who is always dancing. Mm-hmm. That's Allison Stoner. Huh. And she's, like, grown up, she lives in, like, some, I don't remember where she lives, but she lives somewhere, and she, like, teaches, like, dance in, hmm. like some studio that she owns and apparently she's oracle in this show because i was just like i was like oh you know what? I, was, I was like you know watching the credits roll and they showed the little end cut scene thing and i was just like allison stoner is like like the little girl that dances and all like they used to dance all the videos <laughs> like that's really cool i did not expect to see that at all she's all grown up i was like that's dope hmm but yeah it's a bunch of weird stuff but yeah, no, definitely like it, it does confirm a couple things that have happened, like the killing joke. Mm-hmm. So we know Batman's been pushed pretty far, which might contribute to him really wanting to leave like the Justice League, aside, aside from his whole like secret plan that they've got going on. Because um, yeah, that was definitely a, a nice shock when they were just like, yeah, you think nothing's happening. It shows the, the three teams like collaborating on four. Like, what four teams collaborating on what's going on. It's just like Wonder Woman being like, I don't like hiding this from everybody. And it's just like, she was mad. She was like, we're doing a good job. Like, this this is one of the few times where all of these heroes are actually, like, succeeding at their missions. They actually have good news, like, mm-hmm. up to the point where we're at. And it's, like, annoying the hell out of Wonder Woman because she's just kind of, like, 
we, we're clearly capable of working together. We're clearly yeah. capable of like getting stuff done. Like, like why, why do we, we have these four factions right now? Like this is this necessary? And it sucks that it has to be that way. Well, we haven't seen too much of um. Oh God, I'm forgetting his name. Which one? Wally's man? replacement. Oh, uh, Impulse, not Impulse. Kid Flash, no. He's Kid Flash now. Yeah, it's Kid Flash now. But um, is yeah. it Bart? Bart Allen. Yeah, yeah Bart. Impulse. Okay. Um, we haven't seen too much of him. I like like the adjustments that he made to the Kid Flash suit. Mm-hmm. Like it looks a little more badass now. Yeah, it, it, I think it suits him a little better with like the neon. Yeah. Like light color thing on there because that seems like okay that that's definitely more of a an impulse thing and because wally definitely had like the the classic yeah wally definitely had like the more classic look and i'm kind of waiting for it because i know they've done it in the comics in general even though he died again recently in the comics somehow but um wally west like came back and he's in like the he's in like a, a red suit similar to the flash but instead of his being red and gold like berries it's like red and silver and like he's like he's been proven by like by the DC like writers to be the fastest the the true fastest man on the planet. So that's really really cool, but I would love to see him come back in like that red and white red and silver like yeah. suit. It's like I had him stuck in the speed force. How y'all been? Cuz yeah, cuz I mean he did get absorbed into energy, so yeah. That would not be terribly I'm going to think of like the like the Flash TV show spoilers on that if you're not caught up until like the devoe part of it um because barry gets stuck in like a speed force prison mm-hmm. so i'm wondering if like that's the direction that they're in right now where like wally's just kind of stuck in this prison they just they don't know that that's a concept yeah um because even flash like there's a lot to the flash in this show but it's still it's like what I was thinking about Superman. Like, it's still very simple. Mm-hmm. Like, he still runs fast. He still trips. He still, you know, has things that just don't work with him. Like, he's good at what he does, but it's not, like, for for fictional standards, he's not, like, completely overdone. Yeah. Um, by any means. Uh, which is what it, which is really, I like how humble they make these characters. Yeah. I mean, they, just, they just do such a good job at that. Not to mention um, that uh, they kind of, it's, um, I feel like they're going in the direction of um, Crisis on Infinite Earths, where, like, they crash the entire, like, multiverse thing just to bring it back later in the comics, but it's, it's after the fact. But it was just, like, Barry Allen, like, sacrifices himself and turns into, like, Ash mm-hmm. in there, kind of like he got snapped. But um, he just disappears, and then you don't see him for, like, years and years and years and years, and then he comes back, and now he's, again, the mainline Flash person in all the comics, so it's like... I feel like they're going that same route because Wally did something similar where he just got absorbed into a bunch of energy. Yeah. And then just disappeared. And it's like, he's probably, he's got to, he has to turn into like, into some, someone pertaining to the speed force and he's just going to come running out of there sooner or later. And people are going to be like, oh my God, it's Wally and flip out. Yeah. But yeah. And nobody ever stays dead in these things, though. Exactly. It's not. <laughs> Especially Jason Todd, man. Ah. Uh... I love how we started this saying, I want to get straight to the Bat family, and we've talked about, like, everything but that. But, yeah. It's okay. There was a fight with Ra's al Ghul, and there was this one dude that was wearing a different uniform than anybody else, and it was just kind of like, Jason? 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 And they even threw Jason in um, in Beast Boy's uh, VR Yeah, and he was in season when two. When he was tripping. He was in season two as well, and they were looking as at, a like, hologram. the... hologram. Yeah, the hologram is, like, the people they've lost, and it's just like, so Jason Todd 
definitely existed at some point. Yeah, so it's like, and that's like the second quote unquote name drop for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, okay, he was resurrected in the Lazarus pit. Razagul has made him into an assassin, and then Talia comes out holding Damien. Yeah, it's like, oh man, this is getting oh, fucking real. What? You're dropping okay. both the Robins at once? Yeah, and because like, the funny thing was, like, at first I was watching, I was like, yo, this this assassin dude is like really really good, and then he's just like, Gray Sun. It's just like, oh god, that's Jason. Because he was fighting. Because I think he was Dick, wearing right? a red. He was wearing a red mask too, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. So it's like the same like, because they call it League of Shadows. Yeah. Which I like that name more than League of Assassins, but yeah. that's besides the fact. Um, so they're typically wearing black but his was red and he had a cape but so it was like that's odd that's very odd is that jason because i need to see jason in this and we even talked about this like it's like oh if they ever bring it back like they gotta like subtly bring in jason and nightwing find out about it and then tell batman batman just flip out like i need to see that happen yeah because it's gonna be so good and then to see damien pop up of just like oh man like damien's here which means I mean, I, I assume probably we won't see too much from him. I mean, I guess if he's a unless clone. Unless they have a big old, like, time jump again. Yeah, if, unless they have, like, a time jump or, like, the accelerated growth of, like, being a clone of some sort, then, like, we're probably not going to see him for a while, but it's just, because he's definitely a baby. Like, yeah. I, I mean, Batman starts young, but I, th- I think that's it's a little too Well, he was, like, what, 10 when he became Robin? Yeah. I'm saying, like, ba- baby, baby Robin? That, that would be really cool, but I feel like Batman's not quite that good. What if, um, like, Batman was just so stressed out after killing Joe that he just decided to hook up with Talia? That would make and sense. And was just like, whoops. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense. But it was definitely just like, oh, God, is that Dame? Like, she's got a kid? And that we all know that's definitely Talia. And as far as we know, she only really has one kid, and that's Damien. Like, yeah. oh, man, that guy's back. And, like, you know that... Well, I guess in other depictions, she drugged him. Yeah. Because in Son of Batman, at least that's the only other one I know, mm-hmm. she drugged him, but you'd think he would have a condom in the, in the bat belt. Yeah. All the all the gear that he's got <laughs> in there, prophylactics is not one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. And then the the introduction of Tara. Just being like, I don't know how I feel about her with an accent, just because I'm so used to like, like that's that's one of those things where it's like it's not a deal breaker in any way, mm-hmm. but it's like that's one of those things I really have to get out of my head. It's like she was just kind of like this, this like punk rock chick, yeah. Before and now it's like she has an accent, she has an accent, she has an accent. Yeah, I mean it makes sense just because the country that she's from is like Eastern Europeanish or yeah. something like that, and so it's like okay, I, I get why you have that accent, but man, as soon as they're like, oh yeah, you know, Brian Markov. I'm like, Markov, I know that last name. And they're like, we're looking for his, his lost sister, Tara. I was just like, Judas Contract. Like, immediately, the very first thing that jumped in my head was just like, Deathstroke's in this thing already. Judas Contract. It's going to be the it's gonna be the end of the original Teen Titans all over again. And it's going to hurt just as much as it did then, if not more. Because they can do a whole lot more crazy stuff now than they could before. And then, the oh, Judas man. Contract movie was just weird yeah that was a that was a bad direction to take that because he was just super old and she was a teenager and it was just like super creep really into it It was like this is making me very uncomfortable yeah i was like a mega creep thing i was like i can't i I can't confirm i can't co-sign this like it it was good for that movie because it threw me off to that extent i don't want to see that in young justice yeah no i feel like that would that would not fit with the i mean it would be dark and 
somewhat edgy, but it'd be more creepy than anything else. Yeah. I don't think that's what they want to do. Because, like, in terms of, like, psychological warfare, you can see um, Deathstroke having a lot of influence on Terra because of what her uncle did, what her parents did, everything that's been happening in Markovia. So it's like, maybe it's kind of like, okay, you know what, screw this loyal or this royal lineage of ours. I'm just going to follow Deathstroke and what he says. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with that route, but I don't want them being lovers again. That was just... Yeah, that was, that was crazy. Oh. And then not to mention, then um, from there, when they actually like find find her and rescue her, and the Court of Owls, man, it's just like, oh, I know that white mask. That's That does not spell good things. I'm hoping they go with Court of Owls, and oh, it wasn't too. just like, oh, we're going to put white masks and... Yeah, that, that whole secret society—that whole secret society of them—that is—it's insane because that means Talon exists, which means eventually Damien and Talon are going to cross paths at some point, and they're probably going to try to convert Batman back to do the follow the same like Court of Owls like story arc and try to like convert Batman to the Court of Owls, which is probably working with the light, and it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, I feel like it's going to. Oh, that would be really crazy because it would go like so much farther than Batman, like yeah. if they started like influencing. Or um, like deteriorating like other parts of the team. Was there a brainwash thing in that? Court of Owls? Yeah. Um, I don't think so. Or was it more I, of like a zombie type thing? Yeah, it was more of a zombie thing. They were like okay. bringing the dead back to life to fight, and then like I think some there's something that they th- either they had like a set amount of time to do it before their bodies just decompose back to nothing. Mm-hmm. But uh, I remember Talon was supposed to be the leader of that army of like legions of the dead basically yeah because they had the council and then they had like the warriors which Mm -hmm. talon was um that would be really interesting to see of like damien going over to that side and then dick trying to recruit jason todd but him just not wanting to have anything to do with that i'm ready i'm ready to just see like because clearly red arrow is doing okay and who else is it i think it's starfire is the other one that's in there um the outlaws like Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yes, yeah, yeah. So like, I feel like. Oh, that would be an interesting direction. No, I feel like once Jason really starts to remember who he is and kind of gets his stuff back together and goes to become like becomes the Red Hood, like I foresee him, like Roy Harper or whatever name he's going by, because I forget what their fictional names were, but like him, Red Arrow, and then I guess I think it's Starfire, but like they just jump off and start doing the Outlaws, and then you have, there's like a fifth team of people out here doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Because uh, Jim Harper is Guardian. Roy Harper is... Arsenal. No, he's Red Arrow. And Will Harper is Arsenal. Gotcha. Because I, I knew they like they swapped up names so you could tell them apart because obviously all of their names are Roy, which is super confusing. Yeah. But yeah, no. That security thing was really funny, though. Yeah, that was great. Where it's like, all right, if you want me to help you out on your team, you got to help me out on my security team. And then they especially ended up getting like truck the... jacked and all that stuff happened. It was just especially it was when they did like the superhero shot of like all of them lined up. And yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like security <laughs> uniform. It's just like I don't. I'm okay with this. And what this, was the name? Arrowhead Security. Yeah, I, I like, love it. I'm it was like, just this so is really so funny. well done. This is super funny. And then, like, you didn't realize how much all three of them had the same personality until that point, And, like, all of them were doing the same things and acting the same ways. Like, yeah. you know, like, cousins would do. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't see your cousins all the time, but when you hang out with them, it's just kind of like, you feel like you're just kind of... But that's how I feel with my cousins. That's what it was like watching them. I was yeah. like, oh, this is, this is hilarious. I loved it. That was... 
And that's another reason I like the fact that they put out three or four episodes at a time because then I don't feel annoyed seeing a whole comedic episode when there's like other intense stuff going on because like, okay, let me just go to the next episode now, but still leave me up with a cliffhanger. It was just, ah, everything about that was so good. It was hilarious. I love that. It was hilarious. And again, with, with Brick being like, you know what? They pay for a suit in my size. I'm just like, that man cannot keep a suit. And I feel like he's a bad guy and he's not like crazy fleshed out, but it's just like, I do feel bad for him because that does have to be hard to find a suit <laughs> and then continually bump into like Nightwing and Roy and they just destroy your suit every time. It's like, man, you just can't win, man. I'm sorry for your loss. And that's what I love about the show is that they don't hesitate bringing things like that up, which like movies or some other shows just don't do. It's like, ah, so good. But yeah, that's then, gonna be the motto of like every ten seconds. Yeah, it's just so yeah, every every couple seconds, it's in the contract. Just say so, so good. good. But yeah, I remember. I think I, I wrote down this note, and I'm trying to remember what context. I think it was when Cyborg was being like the the little setup for Cyborg becoming Cyborg, when they're like, oh yeah, you know the Green Lanterns delivered me this father this like father boxer, and I was just like, that's like an old Hal Jordan because you can see like the silver streak in his hair, and I was just like. Okay, so Hal Jordan's definitely old, which means he may have already been, like, the Spectre Parallax. Like, he may have already gone through that really crazy, I'm going to murder everything, like, Darkest Night kind of thing. Um, or not, I don't really know. But it was just like, okay, so if he's old, that means Jon Stewart is somewhere out there. Because he took over the ring after Hal Jordan did. So, somewhere in this in this universe, which, they make reference to it already. Cause, uh, Last Black- season, all th- yeah, because because um, Black Lightning's wife is the sister of John Stewart, the Red, the Green Lantern. I did not know that, but that's very fascinating. Oh wait, no, there, yeah, there wasn't yeah, mention they, of like, that. Like they casually make mention of it, just like I'm a Green Lantern sister. I'm used to it, and it's just like what? Yeah, I haven't been able to keep up with CW Black Lightning, not because like it's a bad show in any way, but just like with the other content that I've been consuming, it was just hard to keep up with yeah, it. Me too. But like it was enough to where it's like I like that I caught on to the daughters' names and the relationship mm-hmm. and what was going on. It's like and I'm wondering if the daughters are gonna be part of the team at any point too. Probably. Um, but yeah, it was last season when they were trying to decide like or I guess it was season one, when they were to decide like who to recruit mm-hmm. um as part of the team. And they were just like, oh, what about this lantern? And how Jordan and John Stewart are sitting, like, we're sitting at the desk, like, no, we don't want a third lantern on this. That's right. So who was that third person? Was it? I think it was Kyle. Was it? If Ren- you say Kyle, it, I don't know. Kyle Renner. I think his name was Kyle Renner. Renner. I think it's Kyle something. Yeah, he's a great. I remember his name is Kyle, but I don't it's remember. It's not Kylo Ren. Yeah, no, it's not Kylo Ren. <laughs> that would be that'd be a whole nother a whole nother thing. Kyle Renner. <laughs> Those Green Lanterns went really yeah. far down if they found the Star Wars universe. Yeah, Kyle Rayner. Not Renner, Rayner. So yeah. But he's the other another Green Lantern. But just that I'm waiting for them to kinda of open up and I think they really should get their own show or their own like section of the show. Because there's a whole lot of Green Lantern stuff that goes on. And apparently there's like an ultraviolet spectrum now that like in the more recent DC universe like comics. Hmm. Which I I don't even know what to say about that. I don't know how that works. But yeah, it's just like, oh, there's some there's like an ultraviolet lantern that feeds off of some other like emotional thing. But it's like, okay, that's crazy. And I guess violet is a good coverage of all that. Which I don't I don't think I really made that correlation until now, but I guess maybe like her powers kind of like reflect what 
the Green Lantern Corps. Maybe. Like how their stuff works. Because different colors have different powers and different influences. And like True. all this stuff is like connected in ways that we never thought. Like mm-hmm. it's three seasons later that, you know, this whole mother father boxing is like starting to connect. Yeah. Um, so I'm wondering if the colors have any, like if, what if like Green Lantern shows up and he's just kind of like, wait, that's what, you know, the, the green ring people can do. And that's what yeah. the red ring people can do. That's because I know, I know each ring is tied to a specific emotion. Like green is hope. I think it's hope. Yeah. Yellow is fear, right? Yellow is fear. And then red is like anger and rage. Um, and then there's like such thing as a white lantern, which is what, how Jordan ends up becoming at some point. And it's just like, man, there's there's so much yeah. Green Lantern stuff that I have n- I know nothing about. And I'm just like, I would like to know more about this. And I know the point of the show is to kind of like focus on um, the sidekicks and whatnot. We're not sidekicks. Yeah. Um, but the, but if, if DC Universe is like doing their own thing now and they're maintaining a good job, I feel like each one of the main heroes still deserve at least a miniseries. Oh, yeah. Like, this is what Superman, you know, like, seeing Superman stuff and then, like, tying it into, like, what happened throughout the show, going over to Batman, if Killing Joke did happen, mm-hmm. um, and all that stuff, like, little things like that to tie it in, same with the Green Lantern, same with the Flash, same with Aquaman, because they're a huge part of the story, and that's, it's just untapped potential yeah. that the show has, and you can still incorporate it with, um, with all the characters that we already, like, know and love in this. Martian Manhunter? I don't even think I've seen him this season. Yeah, I don't know where he is. I don't think I, I don't remember seeing him like off the top of my head. I don't like re- like maybe him in that out. first scene where the Justice League was like off world, but yeah, but I know uh, Wonder Woman has a team that is out in space, and I feel like Martian Manhunter, being someone who can live in space pretty yeah. easily, would probably be a good person to have out there. Yeah. Um. So that I would think make Hawkman sense. was on that team too. Probably. But yeah, no, it was, it's definitely crazy just trying to keep track of where everybody is and what they're doing. Because it's like, oh, what's Batman and his group up to? What's Nightwing and his group up to? Like, Megan, McGann and their, their group. And then, like, the Justice League. And then the Justice League group that's in space. And, like, yeah. there's so many people to keep track of. It's just like, how how are they going to pull all this together in the back half of the season, like, to take care of whatever the final big problem's going problem's gonna to be of, like, the big metahuman trafficking and all that stuff? Like, it's going to get nuts. Yeah, they were very scarce with using the Justice League anyways, but, like, when they did do it, it was very smooth, and it wasn't overwhelming. Like, you still had that fan excitement of, like, oh, this is what we've been waiting for type of thing, but mm-hmm. not to the sense where, it's like, it overpowers what we know about the team and whatnot, but now we haven't even been seeing much of the team. Like, we haven't been seeing much of uh, Wally and Wonder Girl and Static Wally. Shock. Probably not going to see Wally. Oh, Wally. yeah. Uh, Won't see Wally for a Bart. while. <laughs> Bart. My bad. Um, Kit, we haven't seen Kid Flash much. We haven't seen Wonder Girl much. We haven't Static. seen Static Shock much. Yeah. Um, Which I like. So it's like that. like the whole thing was about this team, and now it like went back over to like this new team that Dick is starting, yeah. and the only OG members are him, Artemis, which is now Tigress. But I like how she's still incorporating her bowl, her bowl, her bow, mm-hmm. um, and then Superboy, who's just kind of like going with the flow and everything. He's not. Yeah. He's As got he's got he's gotten his rage under under control. Because yeah, before real just... quick when he made the engagement and his ring was like the same emblem. Yeah. as the Superman logo. That's I was like, that's, that's a classy move, right? That's there. a ball move, right? Probably there. made that with his bare hands. Just like, nah, not quite. Did they do that in Elseworlds too? 
Oh, um... Elseworlds spoilers, because Superman... I think so. Yeah, no, he definitely did. Because I remember, like, seeing him just, like, holding his... Okay, so they're all just like Oh, yeah, and he's like, you, I figured you should have a diamond. It's just like, did he just pick up a hot coal out of the out of the barbecue, yeah, smash yeah. it together, and just hand it to her? I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? He's making us look bad out here. <laughs> I can't crush diamonds with my make diamonds with my bare hands. But anyway, but yeah, no, like I, that was a really cool moment because it was definitely just like we all kind like it. It was one of those things of like I, I figured it's the next logical step for them in general. But it was just like. That's really cool that you guys like took the time to show this. Yeah, but because uh, really invested in those main characters. Yeah, and, and ran- completely random aside, uh, with Jason Todd, I wonder if when he starts getting his memories back, if they're going to do the flashback of Death of the Family, where you just see him getting blown up inside of a giant like building somewhere. Yeah, because that that seems like something they're they're going really dark, and that seems like something they would be like, yeah, we'll show that, and you just you know see the the scene of like. Batman holding Jason's like bloody lifeless body and he's just like screaming I'm like yeah I feel like we could probably see that and maybe some small hints of like under the red hood where he just kind of like comes in and starts cleaning up stuff and that's how you find out that he's gotten all of his memories back and he's back to his like normal ish self either that or like when Nightwing goes to tell Batman like somebody sitting there that didn't know what happened mm-hmm. um and then, like, Batman, like, he starts telling the story and they show that mini flashback of what happened. Yeah. One way or another, especially with how dark they've been getting, like, you you can see that crowbar scene getting very, very gory. Oh, yeah. And especially because we know the Joker's there. Because really we know the Joker, like, obviously Batman's there, so the Joker's there. But we've actually seen Joker on screen with the Injustice League. Yeah. And, like, Count Vertigo and everybody. So it's like, we know that the Joker's definitely out there. And if the Joker's out there, Batman's out there, and Jason Todd is shown as like one of the members that they've lost, mm-hmm. you, it's it's only a matter of time until they like open that can of worms all the way, and it's just yeah. like I'm the really Red excited to do it. But yeah, I'm I'm I really want to see them either do a spinoff of the Outlaws or like give them a mini series, like we were talking about. Like that would yeah. be mini series. I think would be good for a lot of like the smaller character, the bigger, the big name characters with like the intricate stories that people might not know about. Yeah, because they haven't even introduced Starfire yet, which is fine because they just threw Star um Star bah, bah, bah. Cyborg mm-hmm. in there, um so because he, you know but they they actually have it at that point where like he's still learning everything so I'm not sure if I would want to see actually let's start let's start talking about this this new team um we're talking about the development of Cyborg development of Violet um Markov Voyager um, Voyager. Forager drives Sue Hair insane. Yeah. No. Oh the fact that he repeats his God. over and over again. I get it because he's not. And Violet, too. Like, if it was one, okay, but every freaking episode. Violet, Halo this, Halo that, Forager this, Forager that. And then Bug with two Gs. Yeah. Why that... did it take so long for someone to correct him? <sighs> I don't 20 minutes into the... It was towards the end of the episode. Somebody was like, you know, you can just say know. Bug. It's... Oh. It's like, oh, I can't. Forager did not know I could just say Bug. It's like I get it. You refer to yourself in the third person, but yo, you gotta, you gotta cut that out at some point. Someone's gonna have to correct him and be like, he just needs to not need... talk so much. That too. if you're gonna do something like that, but he but... seems like a super social dude, so I'm not terribly surprised. Well, he was also abused most of his life too. That's so. true. 
<laughs> him shedding his skin was so weird. That was. It was kind of like foragers naked, and Halo just like covers her eyes like she hasn't been like looking at him for weeks. <laughs> I lost it at that part. And then when she sheds, when he sheds his skin, she's like, "Now forager is naked." <laughs> like, I thought that was a great little like jab, like joke in there, because like I feel like forager is in there specifically to be comic relief, and he is, and yeah. he does a great job at it. But it's just like, and he's a man. good fighter too. Yeah, it's definitely a, a character that I didn't know anything about because I don't know very much about the new gods at all, other than like apocalypse and like dark side and i think his name is orion so it's just like other than like a few people i'm like i know that much about the new gods i don't know much about like the bug people that live on the planet or what they do so this is really cool to like figure out who forager is and find out just how annoying he actually is yeah all that stuff is like really going over my head and it's it's one of those scenes kind of like that's probably the only con that I have with the show is how much focus has been going on those characters. Mm-hmm. Like especially when I want to see more of Batman, more of Nightwing, more of Artemis, more of Zatanna. Like how much yeah. I love Zatanna, and that was a real sad moment in the in the park. Yeah, that like, was a uh, great nod. Like they put um, was it Doctor Fate? Yeah, yeah, Doctor Fate, Fate in there. Uh, they remind you, like, hey, Zataro. this is something that she has to deal with. I like the emotional part that Artemis had to kind of like remind the viewers. Mm-hmm. which we all know um that you know everybody has to deal with pain especially with wally dying um they had to deal with like when artemis faked her death um when tula died so it was kind of like when the like it's like hey zatanna had to deal with this two seasons ago and this has maybe been the span over at least nine years yeah nine ten years kind of like hey by the way like the like whatever the leaguers the teams the heroes have to deal with like they have to keep dealing with it like it doesn't stop it is kind of the the emotional pressure that they have to that they put is just so well done yeah and i love that they remind you of that with like there's like i just want to go talk to it's like no now's not the time because she's uh only gets to see her dad for like an hour every Every year. year like give give her that time to get to kind of enjoy that don't you can't be here and ruin this because yeah. she's not going to see him for another year. Like, she needs this time. And then when she starts crying, she's like, "Okay, now we can go be friends." This, yeah. like, this is where this is why we're here. This is why we're being her friend. Yeah. Because, yeah. um, like, the team's not together either. Zatanna was part of the original team, mm-hmm. um, and you know she's stayed with the Justice League. Aqualad, Aquaman now. Yeah. Moved over to the Justice League. McGann stayed with the team um artemis is joining dick so it's like these people who like grew up and fought together are dealing with other things they can't keep up with each other the same anymore so it's kind of like hey i may not see you much but if you need me i got your back like i did Mm -hmm. 10 years ago it's just it's a great bond that you get to see between even the characters that they don't show off too much yeah it's definitely definitely really like nice to see them all kind of like trying to keep that connection together despite having to keep people in the dark about what your like what the true plans are but it's just yeah. like man this is this reminds you that yeah they're all friends like they've all grown up together and until recently like they were all pretty close and really worked together and now it's just like everyone's kind of off doing their own thing but they still have those friends still have those connections yeah and it's like okay this is like one it's the year of nightwing he's out doing all kinds of cool stuff on titans and mm-hmm. on here but it's just like yeah, no, Nightwing is still trying to, like, 
keep his connections with all of his friends. Like, go and check on, like, Connor and Meg and McGann. Like, go check on, like, Roy. And then go check on Artemis and go picking up on all these people, making sure they're, like, they're doing okay. It's like, okay. Like, this makes sense. Like, you... And he has that guilt of, like, I know you being part of my team has, like, affected you so much, but I still need your help. Yeah, because there's nobody else I can trust to really get this done. Yeah. And that's, like... Nightly has so much on his shoulders. Yeah. He really does. And it's... I I feel like that's part of the reason why he, he like, had to step away at the end of the season. And it makes me curious as to what... Yeah, I know, right? Uh, so for the for the people listening who can't see what he just did, uh, he has his his Dick Grayson Nightwing Funko here next to the mic, and we, he gave him he gave him a, a pat for good luck, because he definitely has a lot in his shoulders, and it's just like that poor guy, he just he doesn't get a break, and when he does, somebody dies. Yep, he has no time to take a break. Yeah, which which kind of backs up the whole nightwing is like dick grayson's the closest thing to a batman that ever that there is because it's just like just like batman he just works and works and works and works mm-hmm. and then when he's done working it's because he's either like critically incapacitated or like dead so he's pretty much just gonna keep going and he's human too so he doesn't get hurt which yeah. i like how he took on the role of black canary when he trains the the new team members mm-hmm. Because, like, all of them have insane powers, and they cannot put a finger on him. Yeah. It's pretty incredible. Like, that's my boy! <laughs> yeah. And 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 the and it's always, like, I can see, like, in, in Breon, whenever he gets, like, really frustrated, it's just like, yeah, that makes sense. Because you have this, like, really powerful ability to, like, turn into lava and, like, just move all these rocks and things. And he's just a regular guy just standing here, and you just can't touch him. Like, he's just that good. Like, I could understand. I'd be pretty pissed myself if I had, like, superpowers and I could not, like, if I could not hit Guro. Yeah. Like, I'd be really <laughs> upset. I'd be like, I have all this superpower and I still can't hit this guy. Like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with me? I just need to quit or something. But, yeah, no, like, it's it's very funny to watch that because it is just like you know, like a Black Canary just beating the hell out of Superboy. And I like how um how Artemis snapped, too when jeff was like oh they have powers can't you just put them on the team and artemis was like we don't have powers why does he need powers to be you think we just accept anybody it's just like ooh. it's like oh you kind of messed up there buddy very valid point because there's definitely a lot of regular old people on that team and then there's of course the super people but still the fact that like nightwing batman tim drake artemis katana uh, katana red arrow like a oracle bunch, like yeah oracles there's a bunch of folks who are just like regular humans or arsenal was all human stronger. until he got like his robotic arm yeah it's like or slightly stronger than regular humans but still it's just like these guys are pretty regular like a bullet will still kill them mm-hmm. versus like superman getting shot and he's just like that tickled what why'd you do that it's dumb you know bullets don't work but yeah no, it's i love this show <laughs> is so it is so good yeah they just need to teach those two characters pronouns and i'll be happy yeah it's crazy how much attention violet has been getting in the show and how op they've made her yeah like she just doesn't die she revives herself she revives other people she just like it's almost like they're like just kind of like making up powers as they go almost yeah because it's like oh that's a new color i'm like that is a new color because i don't know what that is <laughs> but i feel like so the... that part bothers me a little bit but mm-hmm. again that's probably like my 
only con on the show is how much attention is going to those three characters when there's like so much that happened in this time gap that I need to know about. Yeah, and I think I feel like the back half of the season, while it's still going to pertain to what they're doing, I feel like they're going to start touching on people like Static and people like uh, Kid Flash Impulse and like all the other leaguers to see what they're doing because most of this most of the season was focused specific, like the first half at least was focused on the new folks mm-hmm. so i feel like it's gonna have to touch on like everybody else at some point otherwise why even have them there yeah because we had a whole episode that focused just on beast boy yeah and that was probably the most like storyline we saw out of mcgann the whole time too that side note that granny good thing the minute i saw that i was just like this seems sketch <laughs> like this seems real sketch she's, nah, really, she's a nice. little too pleasant she reminds me of mom from futurama like the old lady who's got all who's got the market cornered on how to like do everything yeah she's got to be yeah. bad and then you find her at the end you're just like i knew it i knew i couldn't trust that lady and i kind of i like um like all the stealth suits that they have to do because mm-hmm. like nightwing and uh black lightning and superman they can't like show off their logo because yeah. it's just, like international incidents if they do um so kind of like how they went back to like the covert stuff like mm-hmm. we can't get caught otherwise we do not have the odds in our favor yeah oh. we're just gonna make trouble for like everybody else because that's exactly what's gonna happen it's like oh you're nightwing nightwing rolls with batman batman's part of the justice league justice league must have sent him out here yeah it's just like yeah nope everything's gonna go back to the justice league this has to be a hundred percent covert and then of course no battle plan survives contact with the enemy so here you are just kind of figuring it out as you're moving and then they even had to like make they had that um the press release of like hey uh these are people who are not affiliated with the justice league anymore so unless you see the name on the list uh Mm. yeah do whatever you want with them put them in international prison kill them please don't but technically you can't but hey it's up to you however your laws work but yeah but it was definitely just like man they like they that was a smart move on the, for the Justice League in terms of like PR side, but it was definitely just like, yeah, no, you. I mean, in terms of for, for liability reasons, you would have to disown them. Like that's kind of what you have to do. Otherwise, they run around with your name. It's like Lex Luthor, man, that guy. And Batman causes trouble. This is true, and I'm waiting for it because I feel like it's coming. But it, like, because he's now he was just a businessman, and now he's like the secretary of like the UN or something like that. I'm like, he's going to yeah. be pre- He's going to be like president Luther pretty soon at some point. Yeah. He does become president of the United States at some point. Watch like dark side, have an invasion, like destroy like a lot of earth. And then it's just kind of like, um, Lex Luthor just kind of be like, we have to stand up for ourselves type of thing. And- yeah, which we haven't even talked about dark side, man, that guy. It's just like that that opening where you see Apocalypse and it's just like they play the creepy music and it's just like this is going to be a real, real dark, real crazy show. Yeah. You see Apocalypse and like, yo. And then the story of Vandal Savage. That was that interesting. Was, that was interesting. But like it was real sad when he killed that old lady. But it was definitely just like, did you get to the part with the bear? That's, that's my favorite part. Like, oh my gosh. She's, like, oh, she's, you remember she's, stuck just... in, she's stuck in a loop. And it's just like, oh, that's okay. Like at least she's, oh, he just snapped her neck. All right. Well, she was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what else to say. Like, what was, was the What was the daughter's name? Uh, it's not Cassandra because Cassandra is somebody else. Maybe Cassandra. He was something close to that. Yeah, I don't remember. I have to look that up. But I'm pretty sure. I'm curious, like where what they're gonna do with her in the story. 
Well, I know you, you see her with um, Deathstroke and Lady Shiva at some point. Um, yeah, it was at the end of that Batman episode. Which is just like, okay, that's so she's going to be helping out with that side of things, kind of helping run the light. So I was like, that's going to be interesting for sure, for sure. But oof, this is like, it's going to get pretty real, real fast. Uh, if she really starts going off the off the deep end. Yeah, they haven't showed much of much of Dark Side. Just him chatting with um, with Savage when he needed like an extra fleet for whatever he. Was. That was another one. It was just kind of like a lot of the alien stuff is just getting really hard to keep up with. Sorry, I'm trying to find out what her name is, and I do not remember what it is. And this, the DC Wiki does not have it up here. <laughs> <laughs> They're letting me down. Why you fail me, Google? But yeah, well, right. but either Vandal, way, but it was definitely just like savage. She's gonna she's gonna be pertinent to the story in some way because she doesn't seem like yeah, she's Cassandra uh, Savage. Okay, basically, she doesn't seem like she's super a hundred percent like in line with everything. Like she seems like she's kind of just rolling along with it, and I feel like she might not stick around as like a person who's consistently on the like the 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 back side of things. Or the uh, like uh, with the light, but I feel like she's gonna do something like to betray Vandal in some way, shape, or form. Oh, Young Justice Wiki just reminded me of this. Doctor Fate is Savage's son. Yes, they made mention of that in the uh, the. They made so, I remembered it in, in like, that episode where yeah. they were doing the flashbacks, but like this just reminded me of like what his son Neville. what? <laughs> yeah, and it's just like. That's crazy. Like that's a that's a connection that you'd never expect to that see. That was just such a casual name drop. Like, oh, by the way, like one of these like super amazing sorcerers is the son of Vandal Savage. Like, excuse me. It's like, pause one more time. She's like, yep. Does that mean him. we get more Doctor Vaden Satana? Because I would absolutely love that. I mean, it makes me wonder what, like, how Naboo will react when he like comes in comes into contact with vandal savage i'm just like because vandal savage has pretty much been there in the background for a while and the times that he was out fighting a team it was the team it wasn't dr fate so it's like i wonder how that would go i think dr fate was under vandal savage's influence in the end of season one like he was Uh, one of the infected ones he i guess he was I know he's part of the Justice League. I don't know if he was one of those ones, one of the ones infected. I mean, probably because he. Got I think it was one of the ones that the everybody. league like snuck up on him and took the thing off. Like yeah. the, he didn't really like fight back too much. But it definitely begs the question That's of just like, absurd. how's that gonna? Heck, how is that gonna go? At some point after two thousand, Savage had an undocumented conflict with the Flash. Just all these like little things that I want to see. Yeah, because definitely it's like there's there's a lot of questions I have. And I really want to see how Wally's going to come back, because we all know he's going to come back. It's it's Wally. Like they keep referring to him in like every episode. Like was I think it was like one of the first or second episodes that had the uh, the dog, like Bruce Lee sleeping, like had the little like Flash stuffed dog yeah. that he was sleeping with. It had a picture of them like on Artemis's bedside. Yeah, and it's just like they keep referencing him, and I get it. They're trying to remind you of like what they've lost, but it's just like I feel as though he's going to like make his way back like out of the speed force and he's just gonna like come zipping in and like <laughs> what a mess what a mess what a mess yeah pretty much but oh, man, i love this show i'm so excited for the next like the next half of the season i'm trying to, and i think it comes back after doom patrol 
I think it's probably. Be, I think it's supposed to be after Doom Patrol. No, Swamp Thing is after Doom Patrol. That's right, Swamp Thing. And so then it's going to be, I think, in the summer is when it comes back. Because I know Doom Patrol is only like a couple of As long episodes. as I know it's coming back at a certain time, I'm okay with waiting. If yeah. you're going to give me like five years of, is it coming back? Is it not coming back? Watch it a bunch of times and make yourself cry over and over. Because one of the things, like, the emotion of like watching those episodes again, the first two seasons, like, it still stands. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Game of Thrones earlier. And, like, how when you watch it again, like, it still has a strong emotion. Like, that's definitely... Like, even though you know what's going to happen, who's really not dead and who is dead, like, mm-hmm. this is a very emotional, power, emotionally powerful show. Like, it's one of my all-time favorite shows. Yeah, so ever. according to their, their DC streaming, the DC streaming, like, calendar, Titans was running from October to January, or October to December. Young Justice was from January to February. Doom Patrol is going to be February to June. And then Swamp Thing and Young Justice are going to come back in June. Because mm, this is like the mid-season break for them. They're not a yeah, because out of the 20-something episodes, 26 or 27 episodes, they've done about 13 of them. So we're getting back on with uh, Young Justice 3.5? Yeah. Okay. In June. Cool beans. Which is supposed to run until about mid-August, or mid-July. Which would be really cool. Really so I'll have nothing but free time to watch that. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Because that'll be at, well... Once June is done, because then that's when the fight's over. So. And I will be exhausted and dehydrated and begging for a life in June, July. Um, I'm actually really glad that I went to Young Justice Wiki because we were talking about Miss Martian only having like one like major appearance, mm-hmm. but there was another one, and that was when they went to go pick up Voyager because they found her brother. Yeah. Totally forgot about that. Me too. I like the I like their psych warfare that goes on because kind of like. The team knows what's happening. So it's like, okay, she's in the middle of something. We need to protect them. Yeah, which has got to be crazy when you're just in the middle of a fight. You look over and she's just standing there staring at somebody. You're just like, what is she doing? <laughs> oh, Especially like, somebody's on the team for the first time. Like, Yeah, it's like, why is she just standing there? Man, she's so useless. That's our leader? It's like Eno Shikacho. Yeah, and that's always one of the things that I, I always thought was really funny when it, when I watched like Justice League, the, the cartoon for it. When it was just like you'd see Martian Manhunter do all this crazy cool stuff like phasing through walls and then someone like hits him with a thing of fire and he just drops and it's just like, man, that guy sucks. <laughs> and then it got then like you get to see like what he can actually do. You're like, oh, he's a monster. He just has a one major weakness, which is fire. Yeah. And it's just like, dang it. But man. And then you watch when you watch like Justice League Doom, where it's just like he just perpetually burns and that's how mm. Batman's that was Batman's game plan. It's that was like, hard to watch the first time. Oh, he man. was screaming for so long yeah. and then jumped in the ocean and he's still on fire and still screaming like, Oh, you poor bastard, just yeah. die already. But man, I gotta hand you gotta hand it to Batman, dude. He's got a plan for everybody. <laughs> everybody can get the business. Like I'm I'm not sure if anybody else ever watched it with this perspective, but Teen Titans versus Justice League mm-hmm. when um when when Batman was about to get possessed and he knocked himself out. Yeah. And he was like, you know he already has a plan for all those Titans. Like, you know Superman it. and Flash and Wonder Woman were not the issue. If Batman didn't knock himself out, they would have been fucked for sure. Definitely. And it was definitely just like, this is how you know Batman is too smart for his own good. Because he was just yeah. like, oh, this is about to get bad. Knock myself out. I won't be affected by it. I'll be able to, you know, pop back in at some point and everything be okay. But, ooh. Because he knows... Man, they wouldn't have stood a chance if they, yeah. they if they'd have got all of them. Would not even have been a competition. And I like that they they acknowledge him as the strategist in this show and just kind of 
put him where they would realistically expect Batman to be. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is hand to hand. Like, he can handle this part. Handle. Yeah. Um. So, he, like, he can just I have to. I'm sorry. Uh, so he can take care of this part, but overall, like, even when he's interacting with the Justice League, everybody has that, like, fury of, Batman, I know you are right. I don't yeah. want you to be right. I want this happy scenario to just be happy scenario. And then Batman's just kind of like, you're going to be wrong. I'm not wrong. And Batman's like, told you. Told you. He, like, he is. He definitely. You're has, off the team. He definitely okay, has. He definitely let me has go do that. it the right way. He definitely has that. I hate that you're right all the time. <laughs> vibe of just like man, he's just. You have people like Flash and Shazam who are just like going with the flow. Yeah. And then, um, Diana and Clark looking at everything with like this optimistic perspective, and Batman is just like, I know it's. I know you it's guys are idiots. Happen. You're all idiots. I know it's really gonna happen. <laughs> And then a little shout out to oh, Cisco. That, and they were just speaking of vibe. A little shout out to Cisco. Just like, yeah, isn't that right, Cisco? I'm just like, oh man. Cisco Ramon. They're probably going to keep him subtle like they did Static. Yeah, one day he'll be a meta human too, son. Don't even worry about it. Don't even trip, dog. I don't even remember the other three heroes. I know one was like a Native American and he had like. Oh, um, his ancestors. Tai like Long Shadow? Yeah, I think his name was Tai Long Shadow. The one that like turned into the giant astral projection dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. I think he just disappeared. Because I know he, like, I think he went back home for something, or maybe. Because I know he, like, when they, at the end of when they were, like, talking about, like, who was going to join the team, I remember, I think he was one of the ones that was like, I don't want to do it. And there was two other people with... Because there was, um, I forget what the girl's name is, but she was the one that could, like, propel herself using, like, energy of some sort. Uh, and then there's Eduardo, the one who could teleport. And his dad is the one that's running the meta like the meta kids like center thing uh, so it's him static ty is it uh static ty uh eduardo i think her name was her name was like kimiko or something like that and there's one other person who was i think um the guy who ended up becoming a nuke mm. neutron. neutron yeah neutron yeah so were, were the three flashes had to team up mm-hmm. um yeah, this whole thing about, like, this is one of those shows that can, like, kind of hit, like, real-world issues, like, in their own creative way. And the mm-hmm. whole thing with, like, the metahuman trafficking. Um, and how, like, you know, some people want to be meta, some don't. They're being forced into it, and then they're being sold off to fight, and they're being, like, shipped to, like, other planets and other yeah. star systems. And Gathy's like... Ooh, this is dark. And like I said, just the emotional... torture of it all especially yeah. like with black lightning like having to deal with all of that like they're just it's just so good yeah. it is it's really good <laughs> at the end of the day it's and just then, so like, good like guys and uh, I, I don't know how you've gotten this far into this episode if you've never watched young justice but please for god's sake go watch young justice not to mention that that farmer when he shot the kid in the back oh it's just like we've we got him plasmas he's on our side it's cool bang shot in the back it's just like guy like we had him what a... were you doing Doing. Such a, and he was so happy too. Like, guys, I killed one of them. And then Black Lightning's like, "You're not gonna forget this." And it's just like, on on one hand, I was just like, I understand why he did it, because if I were minding my business and all of a sudden a giant plasma monster came and started wrecking <laughs> stuff around my house, I would also shoot him. But it was just like, dang it, man! Like we had it under control. <laughs> like we're here, we got it. Don't worry about it. You shot him in the back anyway. I'm like, damn, it has all the feels. It really does. 
and I, I'm I'm emotionally preparing myself for the Judas contract because I know that's coming. Like at the end of the, the end of the episode, you see her like pull up the phone and like send a message to Deathstroke, and it's just like yeah. it's like I'm in, right? Yeah, something like that. Is either like I'm in or like something something along those lines. I'm just like, oh man, I'm not I'm not ready. Because we're just sitting there like she's being too nice. Yeah, she's getting along with everybody too well. She seems too. She's it's like, not this easy. I'm like, man, this is this is gonna this is gonna hurt just like it hurt the last time. All the feels. Ugh, man, I love that show. This show is so good. Seeing the brother sibling um like power team up was pretty cool though. Like having to deal with all this training stuff at least it like led up to them mm-hmm. working together a little bit. Man, it's it's I'm loving this show so far, and to think we're only halfway through, like. I just really need them to focus on like main characters again. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I said, less I feel like, forger, more Aqualad. Yeah, I feel like Please. they're gonna they're gonna spend at least like three or four episodes in the next half, talking about all the stuff that was going on before of like, what happened with Aquaman, what happens, what's happening with McGann's team, what's happening with like, the Justice Leaguers who are out in space apparently, like what's going on with all of that because something's got to be happening. Like, there's no way that they're going to spend the entire season just talking about the new team and not even really talk about what the other guys are up to. That would make me sad. Because I feel like the, all the teams are going to come back together at some point because they have yeah. to. So it's like, it would be, I feel like it'd be disingenuine to be like, oh, here's all this new team, new team, new team. Oh, and they're joining with everybody. I'm like, wait, everybody? What was everybody doing before? It's like, don't worry about it. They're all joining together now. It's like, nah, I feel like they're going to they're gonna tie it in somehow, some way. I'm so excited for it. It's going to be great. Show's so good. I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that's June, it. you said? Yeah, I think that's covering everything I've got on my random list of notes. I can't think of anything else either. Because anything else that would be left would be somewhere buried deep in our text messages. For the re- Just for the folks listening, um, pretty much how this goes is like I would watch an episode and then frantically text Zoo in all caps like zoo watch young justice it's about to get real like just not like always in all caps like whenever i finish an episode and then he would respond you know a little while later once he watches everything and just be like oh my god what's going on it's just like yes we're both just aren't you at work by the time i respond probably then i have to wait for you to respond probably we're both just like freaking out about this show because that's what we do and it's just like man this show is just so good it's just so good Yes, we talked about Tara, we talked about emotional trauma, how badass Batman is. Yep. This this show is really good at their fight scenes too. Like it's not Yeah, they've been pretty good with those. I mean DC animation has been really good for a lot of things for a long, long time. But if anybody knows who Lucas Carr is and can give us like some intel without oh, yeah, any spoilers like feel free to shoot dude, right? me a message he like lives on the farm with it's like yeah. his farm so that i looked Super him up Boy a lives. little bit to find out what he is or who he is and apparently he was like with the original justice league he was like there like how they always have that like little kid who's there just to kind of be there apparently that was him when like with the, like the original justice league so like the jla kind of thing hmm. and he was there like kid sidekick and now he's an adult and he's a psychiatrist or something like that and it's just like our yeah psychologist psychologist someone he's works he's he works he's a brain dude yeah he's a brain (laughs) thank you he's a brain guy (laughs) and it's just like okay that's kind of cool like that would be cool if they just go into like how canary had to kind of like debrief 
Um, mm-hmm. Like the kids, once they dealt with all their stuff, like it'd be cool if they just kind of had like a psychiatrist on site. Yeah, I mean, I feel um, like that's kind of important considering just how like, just how nuts it is to be an actual superhero and have to deal with all that cra- all that craziness. But yeah, no, I looked up Lucas Carr because I was definitely just like, I don't, I don't know who this guy is, but he keeps popping up everywhere. But I'm digging it. It's it's been a, it's been a blast. It's been a real fun show to watch. Uh, okay, I'll call him back later. Yep, I don't really see anything else. Cool. So well, we will have to get back together once this whole season is done and just flip out about the entire thing all over again. Yes, because Lord knows if. It's this intense. I, th- I think it's gotten through the overall buildup of what to expect. Like, the big fans are going to know what certain drops mean. Um, the people who watch it with no background knowledge, which I'm kind of like on the halfway mark of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're tied in. They're intrigued. They want to know what's coming next. Like, they, they set up the story. They know where they're going with it. And now it's going to be like, bang, bang, bang. What's... Yeah. Oh, man. Shit's gonna get real. It's gonna be awesome. I'm really excited for it. Taylor, if you're listening, don't be a coward. Just come, <laughs> come hang out with us. Uh, his insight would be wonderful on this. Yes. But... Just That's kidding, Taylor. I do. Another day. Taylor, you know I love you, but please don't be a coward. <laughs> um, also, if you guys are enjoying this, I am announcing when episodes go up on Facebook, um, and I would love to hear y'all's feel- feed. I'll be able to talk one of these days, I promise. Um, I'd love to hear y'all's feedback. Just share like what you think of these shows and of these contents. I'll post what I'm about to record about so that I can get y'all stuff in advance. I appreciate all the people who put um, who put content in for Broly because it kind of made this conversation a little easier to talk about with, with hearing other people's perspectives. So if you want to keep up with when episodes are coming out or when we're recording so that you can give your input... Would love to hear from you. Please follow the Facebook page and tell your friends. Um, a lot of you were gener- generous enough to go onto the iTunes and the Apple Podcast app and give me a couple stars on there. So even if you hate the show, just let me know so I can know what to fix. But go on there and give it a few stars. It would mean a lot to me, even though this is just a hobby. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, whenever you want me to come back, let me know. <laughs> All right, so if you enjoyed our conversation with Elliot, um, I also had him on the Aquaman episode. So if you Aquaman. haven't listened to that, please check it out because had a lot of good talks and lots of we had some back and forth on that too. So um, uh, I will definitely have you back for the second half of Young Justice. Yeah, and I guess Shazam in April. Yeah, hey, check it out! I'm a superhero. <laughs> Making me floss with my cape. I feel like it's gonna be a fun it's gonna be a hilarious movie just with all the millennial refer- like all the young kid references yeah. like it's oh man it's just so modern I love it but we will talk about that in April and for all for my listeners chat with you soon peace <laughs>